Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science, science. can just peacefully. This was their finest. All right, testing, testing. Four, five, six. Whoa. Testing, yeah. Holy shit. Hey, guys, I'm Petri Dish. I'm Shayton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, this is Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. Sagoy. Sagoyum. Wouldn't it be so terrifying if this is the start of aphasia for me? <laughs> right? Like, we saw, we had it recorded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Shaven. <laughs> this is Goyum. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, uh, so today we're doing poison. Okay, let's <laughs> yes. do a better lead in. Let's do a better lead in. Um, hey, guys, I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. And this is Petri Dish. Nice. Now, this episode has been something kind of burbling in the back of my mind. Like a potion of hemlock. You know, I've always, not always, I think actually always, yeah. I've always been a little, like, actually always, since I could remember. Yeah. I've always been a little shocked at things like lead poisoning and arsenic poisoning, mercury poisoning, because there's just something about the idea of an element or a metal mm-hmm. in trace amounts killing somebody. And I kind of asked Sean about this, and as per usual, he slapped me <laughs> and said, it's not your turn to talk, dog. Uh, but then he gave me the cucumber, and so I got to speak at the council. Yeah. And um, the council of pickers, <laughs> where we doth rule upon all the kingdom of vegetables. You have to wait your turn. Yeah. And so, you know, like, I asked, why are poisons even poisons? Why is it that a certain amount of lead, which seems like a very simple thing, made, like, everyone from the 60s <laughs> okay, rephrase. Well, it, it certainly made a whole generation of serial killers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, except father. Dad is not a serial killer. I know he wanted to be. I'm talking about a, a generation sort of... Ah, the, the, the people the, born the, in the 40s. Yeah, 40s, 50s. Dad even. was born too late. Yes. Right. Yes. He, he, was, he was too late to be a serial killer. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, why is it that a certain amount of a metal can have such a, a disastrous effect on humans and be fatal even or have incredible mental illnesses emerge out of them blah 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 whatever yeah how can a trace amount of a metal be a poison to somebody uh so that's what our episode's all about is what are poisons exactly and in this particular instance this episode we're going to start talking about metals yep and it's going to be a two-parter because there's a lot of stuff to say about metal poisons the heavy metals uh, but yeah, this first one, we're going to kind of set the scene, and then we're going to get to talk about a specific one. Stacy, why are you reading about unsupportive spouses? <laughs> Keep going, Sean. I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> well, and then next time, we'll get to talk about even more of the heavy metals that we know and love. Yeah. That can severely fuck up your brain. Yeah. And so, let's go ahead and get into it. So, kind of, uh, I guess unsurprisingly, you know, the terms like toxic, 
Toxic Masculinity. Uh-huh. Um, the Britney Spears song, Toxic? Toxic. Yeah. The term toxic, toxins, poisons uh, are very common in our language. Yep. And so, like a lot of things, it's easy for them to get mixed up in different disciplines. So, yeah. the, the first things first, we need to define our terms here. A very popular thing right now is to call Western food poison. Which really? Is maybe hyperbolic. But yeah, so. <laughs> What kind of Western food? Uh, just that the idea that uh, the Western diet... So let's say the American diet oh, yeah, sure. is high in sodium and saturated fats. Right. And that those things are detrimental to health and are therefore poisonous or toxic to us. Right. Which again, like I said, a little hyperbolic. Right, right, but, right. You right. Know, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. yeah. We're not doing that in this episode right now. Right. Okay, so there are several terms though that get all twisted together when we talk about poisons and poisonous stuff, okay? The big one is that toxins and poisons are often used interchangeably. Right. And then also there is a separate idea that doesn't come into play in this episode, but maybe a little bit later, is the idea of poisonous plants versus venomous animals. All right. Okay. And so uh, a yeah. complicated element here is that toxic and toxins also don't really mean the same thing. Right. They actually cover two different kind of categories of stuff. Oh. So that's kind of annoying. Um, so is this a problem of, of just different professions and different professions use these terms differently? Yeah, I think this is a profession thing and also like a societal, these right. words are now popular enough. Right. That Some people, people work for activist groups. It gets kind of so loosened. they have to use toxic. It gets loosened, loosened, but I think toxicologists and biologists might use different terms slightly differently here. Right. But we're going to go with the biology definitions because I'm a biologist and fuck yeah. toxicologists, I guess. Yeah, so, wow. <laughs> Made it I'm saying I guess. Okay, if yeah. anyone out there is a toxicologist and you're mad about this, just know I looked it up. I read your guys' definition too, and then I got sad that there's so many different definitions. So right. I'm just right. defaulting to the biology ones. I like it because life is hard. Okay. Yeah. So poisons, toxins. We, in a complicated world, we often default to white supremacy, don't we? Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> Since biologists are mostly white males, right? I think, I think I'm just kidding. Out of STEM fields, <laughs> biology is actually like one of the like slightly better ones. Right, 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 in that right. it's not 50-50, but it's not like 90-10 or whatever like right. physics is or something. Yeah, like, like math. Yeah, maths. Math is like you have to be an incel to even like get a math <laughs> oh degree. There's, there's at Except, least one there's like one yeah. Chad mathematician out well, there. Well, and even more than that at Reed, like like, the most beautiful woman on that campus was a math major. Oh, wow. She's, like, model-esque, and she's, like, real good at numbers. <laughs> nice. And then her boyfriend was, like, I think an economist, and he was, like, the most handsome man ever. And they were just, like, this model-esque couple, and I was just, like, there, there are gods. <laughs> gods walk amongst us. Oh, uh, it's good that they're pretty. I couldn't believe Well, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? Because usually I feel like it's good if dumb people are pretty, right? Because it gives them a chance. But these people who are dumb, or not dumb, these people were hot and math, and you're like, holy shit. Because, yeah, like, I feel like yeah. everyone else, like, everyone in a liberal arts school thinks they're smart, and then you meet a mathematician. And you're like, oh, I study Latin. Like, I'm a dipshit. Well, it, it is true that mathematicians do have this sort of, like, extra layer of, like, beyond reality sort of like if you put your ear close to a mathematician's brain you can hear like little <laughs> <laughs> little sounds like <laughs> like the like like the the star trek computer yeah i mean it's just like even physics is grounded in reality at right. some point right whereas like math is just like whatever the fuck you want you know what i mean like they're going like full-blown it sometimes relates back to reality right like yes. two plus two if the two represents apples yeah 
And you do have those apples. That's reality. Yeah. How do you like them apples? I've never... My problem with arithmetic was I told the teacher, I was like, where are these apples? <laughs> and were, she's like, no, no, no. It's just, it's just an example of how two plus two works. I was like, well, yeah. yeah I only... A, you were hungry. <laughs> yeah. They shouldn't have had math class before lunch. I told her, I'm a dogged realist. Yeah. It's got to be after lunch always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. then you're not so worried about it. I failed. It. <laughs> okay. So look. I wasn't imaginative enough for addition. Biology definitions. Yeah. Uh, poisons, toxins, and venoms yeah. are all things that harm life, ah. typically at a cellular or molecular level. Okay. That is extremely broad. Okay. Can anything be a toxin that impacts you on a not molecular level? Like, doesn't it kind of have to be on a molecular level? Some things can be... I guess be... a gunshot doesn't kill you on a molecular level. <laughs> yes, although we don't normally call... A gun toxic? A gunshot toxic. I but. do. <laughs> gun culture is toxic oh. in America. Jesus, are you going to really... Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's awesome. <laughs> we, lo we love Second Amendment rights. <laughs> please, please, no one kill us. <laughs> they have the guns. Do you understand? <laughs> Open your <laughs> fucking head! <laughs> do, do not specifically piss off the people that have the weapons. Um, okay. <laughs> yes, there are plenty of ways that things can be toxic or poisonous. Not on the molecular level, but like maybe on the cellular level or okay. something like that, by being just too big to actually cause a uh, molecular issue. Like a hammer to the head is bad <laughs> on a cellular level. It's bad I'm for thinking your more brain like, cells. So, so <laughs> uh, like asbest asbestos. Asbestos. Asbestos is it like plugs up your lungs, right? Uh, it gets in there and it can cause inflammation by uh, just like physically being there and being aggravating, and okay. your immune system not being able to clear it out. I see. Okay, so that's not. A poison, toxin, or venom. Uh, you, you. Oh, it is cellular. Yeah, it's it's cellular, so, it so you could probably call that a poison. Okay. Okay. And again, as opposed to a bullet, which yes. is neither a poison or a toxin or even a venom. Yeah, that's great. That's I great. used neither wrong, and I had to. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I had to construct that's my okay. sentence. It was, it was still beautiful. All right. So look, toxins are poisons that are made by living organisms. Like Samuel Alito. <laughs> <laughs> he yes. was made by people. He, he is a toxin. That yeah, is yeah, correct, yeah. yes. Um, venoms are toxins, so they're made by living organisms. And the way that venoms get into your body, it has to be by injection or sting. Or memos. Leaked to the press. <laughs> that uh, is venomous. Okay. Okay. I see. We're being very current events. We're being very current events. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. People have to check the time span on this episode to know what I'm talking about. So, someone, we, we need to get this in front of Samantha B. So right, right. <laughs> My friend's dad was like, can you believe it was leaked? <laughs> You're like, well, is this guy governor of Alabama? <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, wow. You can tell Republicans are the dog that caught the cart on this one. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Someone needs to call Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, we gotta be mad about something. Yeah. Um, okay. So, in that sense, like, for example, snakes have venom, right, that they can inject by bite, right? But that venom would not be dangerous to you if you drank it or something like that. It has to get into your bloodstream. Snake venom would not be dangerous if you, if you drank it? Right. Would it taste good? No. Would it smell good? Huh. What if it was injected instead of into your blood, into your brain? Right? Because well, don't do that. Keeping, <laughs> keeping in mind the blood-brain barrier saves us from its uh, toxic That's elements. a good Let's When we do our third poisons episode <laughs> on organic that. poisons. What if a snake bit me on the fucking head? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
pissed <laughs> directly into your brain episode, through your skull. Episode somehow. three, Colin, a steak bit me on the fucking head. Yeah, and I'm still yes. alive. And we'll see. We'll see. Okay, right, right, right. I'm not sure about that one. Unfortunately. <laughs> I, I need to call the I doctors. Didn't, I didn't Google that one, uh, so we'll find out. Um, okay, that's that's interesting though. Ingestion, that sort of shit is very important. Right. Yeah. So route that it gets into your body can matter for whether or not something's going to be deadly to you. Right. Okay. This is why some people, um, when they're dead and you do an autopsy, you find like a lot of cum in their stomach <laughs> and cum in the butthole doesn't kill, but in the stomach, it, it, it's toxic. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> there, I don't think there's anything you said that's wrong. So, <laughs> moving on. There was actually there was actually like a criminal situation not that long ago where yeah. there was a guy who had a syringe of cum that was going around stabbing people with it. Wow, which is not that great for you. I can imagine. It's not great to be stabbed by a syringe filled with anything, realistically. Yeah, because yeah. like that's not. You're still getting stabbed, right? Wow. Even if it's a syringe. But he was like trying to inject people with it. Wow. In like the butt at like wow. the supermarket. You're wow. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a bummer, right? That is <laughs> nice. Nice. You set me Thank up you. there, didn't you? Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. All right, so Mr. Funny Guy. So some poisons are synthetic. Okay. Not not the toxins, because toxins are made by an organism. Right. right. But some poisons are synthetic. And in those cases, they are called toxicants. Mm. So not a toxin, but a toxicant. Okay. And yeah, again, I think toxicant, that word specifically to toxicologists, typically means something different than what it means to a biologist. Okay, so. but fuck them. Yeah. So this episode, we're not actually talking about toxins or toxicants, because we're talking about just metals. Right. In this case... Then you're a son of a bitch, huh? Where, 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 these are just poisons. Uh, electrons. It's called poisons. Yeah, 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 poisons. Right, heavy right, metals. Right, okay. Right, right, so look, the definition of poison is very, very broad. Okay. Right. Anything that can harm life on like a molecular cellular level. Yeah. That is actually pretty much everything. Right. Air can harm life. Water can harm life if right. you have sufficient amounts. So yeah. normally when we talk about poison, we're restricting it. The things that cause harm in small amounts. What is water poisoning, by the way? Uh, that's when you basically consume a lot of water while you are sweating and stuff like that. Oh. And during the sweating process, you're also losing electrolytes. So what happens eventually is your body keeps absorbing the water and like putting it into your blood, but you don't have enough electrolytes in your blood, mm. and that can cause uh, basically delirium, and then eventually you can go into a coma and die. This is why Gatorade's better than water. Let's take a break. <laughs> That's actually, uh, unfortunately, you are kind of right in the sense that, like, like one of the ideas behind Gatorade is it's supposed to restore some electrolytes. All right. And like, for example, it, it's also called water drunkenness. It can happen to people who are like hiking down the Grand Canyon, for example. Right. Because it's kind of a long trip, and you're actually sweating a lot. And if you just keep drinking water that whole time, you right. can actually fall into a coma. And Whereas I experience alcohol drunkenness when I hike the Grand <laughs> Canyon. Just regular ass drunkenness. <laughs> yes, yes, agreed. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So people are like, "Wow, that guy's hopping around like a billy goat, and he's really confident." <laughs> I was like, "Put on your Sunday clothes." Appeasing <laughs> so, down. So you. Can can suffer from water poisoning, but we don't really call water a poison. Right. Uh, and that's just because of the amounts that we're talking about. Right. So let's take a break. All right. And when we come back, let's start talking about, as a category, metals and their poisonous nature. What kind of metal? Heavy metal. Cue rock music. Beautiful. Nice. Okay, Sean. So let's talk about heavy metal. Cue rock music. 
Uh, there okay. are many kinds of poisons, and we're gonna what focus are light on light metals. Uh, so there are um, like lithium and stuff like that. Or ah, some of the lighter metals. I know me something about lithium. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, so are they lighter? Yeah, they are. They're oh. they're higher up on the uh, the periodic table. And that means they have less like neutrons and shit, so they are like objectively less mass. Yeah, yeah. They're Damn, at, they're dude. Are you proud less. of me? Yeah. That's some science shit right I'm, there, I'm dude. proud of you every day. <laughs> <laughs> you see me in the smile of every baby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they remind me of my dead brother. <laughs> I actually, I see you more often than I see random babies. So <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's one of the nice things about my life right now. Is right, right. That, uh, I get to choose that. So yeah, for this episode, we're going to be focusing mainly on heavy metals. Other poisons we are going to get to. It's just that's going to be in a later episode. Right. Okay. So... Some of the ones, the big ones, the heavy hitters that come to mind are things like lead, mercury, arsenic, even though arsenic is technically a metalloid and not a metal. Damn it, I was going to steal that line. You said it too quick and I forgot what I was going to do. See, I wrote, I wrote the note, steal. Oh, I see, I see. You I wanted was, to like I was going to call you an idiot. For <laughs> <laughs> calling it a metal instead of a metalloid. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For putting in my own notes. So is metalloid like an old German category for a racially inferior metal? <laughs> it's like got it, a big forehead. It's just, so a lot of these things are in the transition metal category. Right. Uh, ah, so and, they're between metal and female. Wait. <laughs> See, words are slippery these days. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I'm, I, you didn't even say anything bad and I'm already nervous. You know what I mean? Like, so, for some reason, so what's the metalloid? This, this it like puts me on edge. Okay, um, whatever. It is a metalloid. We're yeah. Not, we're, not a, we're not a physical chemistry podcast. Yeah, Let's not a, worry about it. Yeah, maybe a... I can't think of a topic where we would include this information, but well, maybe later on somewhere. we'll talk about arsenic. Yes. Maybe when we talk about arsenic, yeah, we'll yeah, mention yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, so those are some of the big ones, right? Okay. Lead, mercury, arsenic. But there's a lot of other ones. Yeah, y people can be poisoned by... Selenium, which was named after Selena Gomez. No, 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 Selena from the 90s. <laughs> okay. That historically makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did come first. Yeah. The first Selena. I like Selena Gomez's cooking show. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun. I learned how to make an omelet. Oh, that's good. Wait, like a Japanese-style omelet or a French omelet? Yeah, French omelet. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay so okay. aluminum, a a antony, barium, <laughs> bismuth, cad cadium, chromium, oh, cobalt, copper, gold, iron. See, like, you gave me you a couple easy ones it. in you the middle. <laughs> Lithium, uh, magnesium, nickel, <laughs> phosphorus, platinum, selenium, silver, thorium, tin, and zonk. See... See, here's the issue. <laughs> First of all, you can say platinum. You know the word platinum. You're going to tell me you've been playing like League of Legends, you don't know platinum. I've never like made platinum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stop laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> and then we got like, uh, yeah, so antimony is one yeah, of the ones yeah, yeah. you fucked up. <laughs> Bismuth. Um, antimony is a good one to fuck up. Yeah, with. And, and look, there is an element called thorium, so yeah. thallium is the one that yeah, you messed yeah. up. Uh, no, but yeah. Antimony was actually the third daughter of, uh, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Was it, was it Oedipus? Was Antigone Oedipus's daughter? Yeah! Yeah, Antimony was job. the third one. 
she was like at the very end of the first draft. She was like, "Whoa, these bitches crazy." I, I was. I was. <laughs> they cut it out. <laughs> They're like, it's not that important. There was a glimmer in the back of my mind. I was like, "Is this an Antigone joke?" <laughs> and you know what? You delivered. You delivered. I, I appreciate the word joke there. <laughs> the Antigone reference for sure. Uh, Antimony would be played by like um, uh, Chris Tucker in drag in the 90s <laughs> be like antigone bitch you did what <laughs> bye antigone <laughs> it was it was a complicated time the 90s yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of things happening that i'm not sure they would fly today but yeah i still can't believe the fifth element yes that movie boggles the mind yeah yeah not <laughs> even always in a bad way that opera scene is mind-boggling i, I almost like the fifth element yeah yeah i'm, well, I'm well, gonna almost i'm gonna be brave and say that i I like enough of it that I think it's not bad. I like the Chinese guy in the beginning selling chow mein, speaking fake languages, being like, yeah, here it is. I like that part okay. the best. <laughs> so that was a long fucking list of medals that we right. talked about. Like, a while ago. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> like like five minutes, minutes ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the metals that can be poisonous are not dangerous in small amounts. And in fact, a number of them are actually essential to life. And you must consume them right. to survive. You need a little platinum to get pussy. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, well, I'm going to stop you now, Sean, because I know your main example is zinc. And uh, if anyone wants to know Sean's example is zinc, zinc fingers, yeah. they need to go back and listen to that episode. I'm not letting you talk about zinc fingers what? for 10 minutes. No, but hold on. You wrote like a page of notes, and I know you copy pasted that shit for no. an episode on zinc fingers. I rewrote the whole thing. <laughs> I wrote, rewrote the whole thing about zinc okay, fingers. Okay, Sean. So zinc, zinc is an example of something very important, despite in large quantities being poisonous. Yes, yes. Or, or well, not large, but like medium-small portions. Yeah, yeah, right. you, you don't need to, like, eat a fistful of zinc for it to be poisonous. Like, right. you'll, you'll get there before Which is why then. I don't buy vitamins at Costco. Oh, because they're all fist-sized. It's like zinc, fistfuls <laughs> of zinc. <laughs> but zinc, I think, is a good illustrative example of how metals can be useful yeah. in biology, which is going to help us understand why why metals are poisonous. Right, okay? all right, so, so what yeah. is zinc? What is zinc good for? Yeah. Not absolutely nothing. No. It's good for a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Look, metals in general have these like orbital shits going on. Right. They got know? electrons flying around. Yeah, and in they, their and outer they, orbit. They got this D shell. Yeah. The D <laughs> shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the the smaller elements, they got the S shell and they got the yeah. the P shell and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, all but that the shit metals, is bitch shit. The metals are coming in with the D, D shell. Okay. D shell. <laughs> and that D-shell means <laughs> that they can coordinate and bind to a lot of other elements and sort of set them up in these like hexagonal patterns or in like kind of pyramid patterns and stuff like that. Metals and metal ions uh, can also do a lot of cool chemistry stuff. Right. Can... Because you've got that little electron flowing around right. being like, I want to fuck you. That is that is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is correct. And so they can do all kinds of stuff like create uh, free radicals right, and right. things like that. Right. It's kind of like most atoms are like people walking around at a party with pants on. But at a metal is like a guy at a party with just a zipper down. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, there's some buzzing going down here. <laughs> it's easier to make bonds. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Easy access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's make some bottles of zinc. Yeah, exactly. So, but this is, of course, why they're poisonous. We'll get, we'll get the... I'm trying to skip a lot of you. No. no. <laughs> so zinc. Sometimes the way that zinc functions in a protein is to kind of staple the protein together into a certain shape. Right. Because it loves bonding with shit. Yeah, and it'll, yeah. it'll kind of Spider-Man it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where he's like, oh, he's trying to stop. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, he's right, like, right. Yeah. And then Iron Man comes up. Yeah, and he's like, fuck. God, yeah. thank God they killed that guy, dude. Deus Ex Machina, get him out of he there. He was too good. Deus Ex Downey. He was too good for this world. He was too good. <laughs> um, and so one example is a protein like Zap, which, Nathan, I know you're mad about zinc fingers, <sighs> but the last time I talked about zinc fingers were zinc finger nucleases. Yeah, okay. And this this is slightly different. It's zinc finger antiviral protein. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But the main point, Zap, Zap is really important for cellular antiviral defenses. Yeah. Okay? So basically, Zap can recognize mRNA that codes for viral stuff. Yeah. Typically by recognizing chunks of the mRNA that, like, our normal human genome doesn't really contain. So the protein can kind of tell like oh this shit's from outside the cell right um if only they had some in jurassic park you know the frog dna oh so it could so the zinc could be like that's frog dna no but they wanted the frog dna they wanted it in there yeah they wanted to make those dinosaurs we got a lot of stuff to cut this episode stacy (laughs) (laughs) so in order to be able to do that function the zap needs to be able to kind of recognize pretty specific ids on these mrnas right because if it was shittier at its job, it would basically stop a bunch of mRNA in our bodies from turning into protein. That would, like, really fuck us up. Can I give you a small glimpse into my mind? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I have a hard time hearing the word function because it makes me think of um, Family Guy. When it's like, vagina junction, what's your function? Taking in sperm and spitting out babies. Wow. You remember that? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you say function... <laughs> that's what I think about for a minute. <laughs> out, out of the things I remember from Family Guy, that's not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember that shit. All right. All right. Um, so to get that specificity, the zap protein needs to be folded like a really specific way so that it can detect the right kinds of mRNAs. Yeah. And to do that, zinc needs right. to hold together the Luckily, different Luckily, zinc strands. wants to bond. Yeah. So it's bringing those strands together it's into that together funk ass shape. And holding it into a really specific way. Right, okay? right. And then besides structure stuff. It's like a friend group where like most of the friends don't actually like each other. They wouldn't be friends otherwise. But right. there's like Barney from yeah. uh, Not It's Always Sunny. Uh, <laughs> not from oh, Two and a Half Men. Himium. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> that like sounds like an anime. Himian. Yeah. Yeah. My, my princess Himian. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like that guy in a friend group like Barney who holds them together despite them like being. I guess Barney ironically is the hanger on in that group originally. Yeah. Who's the center? Ted. Uh. Yeah. Ugh. Ted sucks. Yeah. Fuck that shit. No. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. No. But but okay. I actually did like this idea initially. Stacy, let's cut the whole thing. Let's no, keep going. What? No, I agree with what you're saying. Yes, in Zinc is the friend who is actually the friend of all the people in a yeah. group of friends. Yeah. When all the other people don't know each other, don't really like each yeah. other anyway. You're, you're describing the person I never am because I'm in several friend groups, but there is a different person who's the central hub for all the right. friend groups. You won't let me meet anybody in your life. I don't want to know people. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm upset knowing anyone. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm reluctantly in these friend you groups. You wish you were born to a wolf in the woods. <laughs> You're upset at mom and dad for birthing you <laughs> yeah. to humans yeah, in society. Social animals, quote unquote. Yeah, wow, yeah. so great. Okay, so look, another way besides this kind of glue that's holding the structure together is that metals can actually play an active role 
in like an enzyme's job. Right. They, they, they can actually perform catalysis or helping along chemical reactions. All right. And one example of this are what are called zinc hydrolases. And it revolves around the zinc being kind of bound up inside of an enzyme and then meeting a water molecule and some other molecule that where we want to cut the covalent bond. Right. So covalent bonds are, you know, they're pretty strong. And so what you need to do is have the zinc help out by turning the water into a reactive ion. Okay. And then kind of busting into this covalent relationship. Cool. Right. So there's a couple of people having their nice covalent bond, and zinc basically is like this third person, like facilitates their breakup by introducing them has... to this water ion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the sexy water bro is the one who actually fucks up that covalent right. bond. Zinc's just the bad friend. Right. Zinc's the one that like kind of made it all, the brought Had them all the, together. The party. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And zinc, like other metals, do this by being able to perform those redox reactions because of their electrons. They can produce those reactive oxygen and water molecules. And those are pretty good at hopping in and fucking shit up, okay? So this ability of metals to create reactive stuff is not limited to them doing it the way nature wants them to, like safely inside of enzymes. Right. Metals will do this fucking anywhere. Right. And that's related to their toxicity. So your body tries, it put it puts the... It puts the metals in a lockbox. Yeah. Try to put it in a lockbox. Beautiful. Yes. But sometimes if you just eat some metals, <laughs> yeah. it's not in the lockbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your body tries to regulate where the metals are. Right, because no zinc zinc's a bat out of hell. Yeah. Zinc's too wild. And iron and manganese yeah. and, and magnesium, zinc's, all the good ones. Zinc's like Rambo. You want a Rambo hydrolase. In Vietnam. Yeah. Where they can fuck some shit up. In the right context. You don't want them in organ. <laughs> right. Right. <yes>. And then you definitely don't want to draw first blood. So, you know, basically, if you overwhelm your body's kind of natural ability to kind of take care of these ions. Right. Then By you have ingesting a lot of them. Right. right. And those extra ones can end up in a lot of places. They can kind of end up in tissues and then cause a lot of local damage just by producing reactive oxygen and stuff like that. And uh, like all these free radicals and just like fucking destroy the tissue in that area. Right. Another way that metals can mess things up is that metals are kind of good at swapping out with one another. Right, because all of them have a kind of similar physical quality, right? Which is that D-shell we're talking about. Yeah, so some of them are... Just like how there's a lot of silicon-based life forms. Because <laughs> silicon and carbon, very similar. Have we done an episode about this? Because I have a whole spiel about this, but we can't do it right. It's too <laughs> okay, long, okay. it's too long. Later. Um, for example, there's this enzyme catalase, and catalase turns hydrogen peroxide into water and oxygen. And to do that, it uses iron in the enzyme to do that job. But the metal chromium can actually come and replace that iron right. and totally fuck up the enzyme. It right. just makes it not work anymore. Right. And so chromium can be very toxic in that way. It can totally ruin enzymes that yeah. are using iron. So now that we've kind of set the ground for like what heavy metals can do, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's go into one specific example this episode. We're going to talk about mercury. All right, cool. The following is an actual advertisement. Do you love plants? Don't be silly. Of course you do. You might just not know it yet. I'm Vikram Baliga, the host 
of the Planthropology Podcast, the show where we dive into the lives and careers of some really cool plant people. Join me each episode as I chat with students, scientists, and professionals in the natural sciences and figure out what keeps them coming back for more. We'll explore their work, the ways they got into their fields, why they love plants and nature so much, and why you should love those things too. Planthropology is laid back and conversational and will keep you laughing and engaged whether you're a scientist or not. Follow along for this adventure into the sciences and keep being really cool plant people. Okay, so now we know what is poisonous about metals, potentially. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. very closely linked to what's good about them, like many toxic things, right? Like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Uh, her imagination (laughs) (laughs) oh man that worked a lot better than i thought it was going to (laughs) but okay so now we gotta talk so we're gonna talk about the first of our great triumvirate metal poisons mercury yes yes fun liquidy mercury yeah it's all silvery looking it's shiny it's a liquid at room temperature so it's fun yeah right you know chin chi hang di had whole lakes of mercury in his tomb. Oh, yeah, I heard about that shit. What a pervert. Yeah. What a crazy guy. Anyway. Yeah, it would look cool, though. Anyway, but mercury's fun. Yeah, mercury's... We all like mercury. Very fun looking, and it's a component of cinnabar, mm. which is a pigment that was used to create the color vermilion right. in paintings, and was also used as, like, a rouge kind of makeup lip coloring, and as an ingredient in traditional Chinese medicine. How and delicious. And cinnabon. It's actually where the cinnamon Cinnabon. gets its name. I think it's related to cinnamon, but it's actually the root is mercury. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Mer- but, bad idea. Well. Or not. So here's the thing. Mercury and its toxicity is dependent on what compound it is in and what state of matter sure. it is If in. it's in China, it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> but in the white man's country, because all of it's poison. what nation state it's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ethno-nationalist So, mercury. for example, if elemental mercury gets vaporized into a gas, which, by the way, it is odorless and not visible as a gas, mm. and you breathe it in, it gets absorbed pretty easily in the lungs and will be pretty goddamn toxic. Okay. So this is a good way to attack your enemies. Well, it's one of the reasons why mercury thermometers are not often used in ovens in Ah. labs. Because if it breaks while the oven is on... You're going to get some mercury. It'll it'll vaporize that mercury, (laughs) and no one will fucking know, because it's like, literally, you can't see it, and you can't smell it. Interesting. And it will just poison the shit out of you. So this is one of those things where, like, maybe gaseous mercury was so uncommon in the evolutionary history of animals... Oh, yeah. We just don't smell mercury because it's just not a thing that we have to deal with usually. Yeah, I think so. All right, that makes sense. So drinking elemental mercury, the silvery stuff, is not good for you. So we are not on this podcast telling you to do it. Right, but it does taste good. (laughs) And it's not that bad. It's kind of like alcohol. I assume it doesn't taste like much of anything. Right. Uh, I haven't tasted it. It's definitely poisonous, but it does not get absorbed as easily in your guts as the gas form gets absorbed in your lungs. Mm -hmm. Like, they have different absorption levels. Okay. So, in that sense, the gas one is much more dangerous in smaller amounts because it gets absorbed so easily. Well, how about this sexy ink that I'm wearing? The cinnabar. Oh, oh, yeah. Through my skin? Well, so, in that case, the mercury is in a form called mercury sulfide. Yeah, mercury sulfide. And mercury sulfide is actually very poorly water-soluble and is not that good at getting through lipid layers either. All right. So, in all likelihood... When they were using mercury in that state, so long as it stayed as mercury sulfide, it probably was not getting absorbed very much by people. 
uh, it wasn't until the Romans took mercury sulfide and then started making elemental mercury out of it so that they could do fun alchemy shit. That wasn't until, like, Roman times. And then they were like, oh, dude, this mercury stuff is, like, super poisonous. That's awesome. And, like, let's poison people with it. Right. A different form of mercury, so not the kind in cinnabar and not elemental silvery mercury either, but a form called methyl mercury and dimethyl mercury are much better at getting absorbed in your intestines. Right. And are therefore much more toxic. Right. They are very good at killing people. Okay. Um, and so it's like how you can smoke cigarettes, but you shouldn't eat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. I guess it kind of is. I don't think you should smoke them either. Yeah. But eating cigarettes is actually like pretty acutely bad for you. I'm pleased that I stumbled into this one. Like you would go to a hospital and they would pump your stomach if you ate if you ate tobacco like that. Wow. And swallowed it. Yeah. It, it would be really? like acutely bad for you. Yeah. Why? Is it for a similar reason? It's just like the way you intake, the way you digest tobacco gets a lot more of the bad stuff in it. Uh, yeah. And, and it can cause like serious toxicity, like directly in your gastrointestinal system. Ah. So it, it's like very directly bad for you. Well, that's yeah. a good way to get rid of smokers, right? You just do a big ad campaign that <laughs> well, says it tastes better eating. <laughs> just get them all, get, get it all, get them all out of our society. In please, like a week. please don't eat tobacco. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm friends with a lot of smokers. <laughs> I don't trying. want them to die. I'm trying. I'm just joking. <laughs> Death or not, I'm just trying to avoid litigation. That's all. <laughs> I just don't want to be sued. So, so uh, methylmercury and dimethylmercury are fairly lipophilic, and so they can get into and through your lipid membranes pretty easily, get stored in fat deposits so they can last for a while, and methylmercury can pass through the blood-brain barrier and just hang out in your brain for years after exposure. And if it's a situation where you keep getting exposed to it, it can build up over time. Yeah, but why is any of that bad? Yes, yes. That's what my note means. But why bad, Daddy? <laughs> See, I wrote it in code, that's so you didn't yeah, 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 know yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, going to ask yeah, you. Yeah. As soon as I saw, I was like, "That's a word scramble." I can't do that right yeah. now, so okay. I just moved on. But so, um, but so, why, why, why is yeah. any of this bad for you? Mercury is poisonous because it fucks with proteins. This has to do with what we were talking about earlier with metals being able to bind stuff really well. It binds to too many types of proteins. Uh, too many things on proteins. Right. So if you remember, proteins are made of amino acids. Amino acids have different side chains on them with different chemical groups. That you probably learned about, but maybe don't remember the names of, but I'm going to say them anyway. Things like sulfhydryls, carboxyls, phosphorols, uh, sometimes amides and amines. All of those things can bind to mercury. Okay. And what that means is that mercury can kind of stick onto a lot of places on proteins. Right. And then can cause proteins to stick together to each other. Right, right, right. Make them clump up, aggregate. Protein's all about shape. So if yeah. you work with the shape of a protein, don't work. You like seriously fuck them up. And so they can cause just like non-specifically a lot of proteins to get fucked. Yeah. So mercury can very broadly just be bad for you. And then it's a question of where is it getting accumulated in your body and going to cause the most harm? Yeah. And, right. you know, sometimes it's it's hard to visualize um, something that happens on such a small scale. So audience members, take a deep breath. <sighs> That's protein. <laughs> right? That's the shape of protein. <laughs> kind of wiggling. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want mercury bound to that, do you? Uh, that's fun. That's fun. We're incorporating new kinds of exercises into our podcast that they don't know about. <laughs> that's good. Right. That's good. Um, so how do we get mercury into our system, especially this methyl mercury form? I know about me. It's fishy realness. Yeah. All right. I mean, a lot of fish. You are eating a lot of fish. <laughs> fish consumption, both. Freshwater and saltwater fish. Interesting. Have methylmercury in them. That's why I eat fish tank fish. 
The friends don't let me in the house if they get fish tanks, so they start to notice there's little guppies are disappearing. And they see me, and I'm smiling at them, and I'm like, Oh, but she's like the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> little fans coming out of my teeth. They're like, Nathan's not allowed in the house anymore. <laughs> Fresh and wriggling. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. So, uh, the thing is that larger fish tend to have a higher concentration of mercury. Right, just like how tigers have a higher concentration of gazelle. It's because they eat them, right? <laughs> so, like, so, like, the big fish are carnivores. They eat all the little fish, and they just, like, slowly accumulate all the mercury, or yes. in this metaphor, gazelle. Yes. Right. Yes, yes that is completely accurate. Right, so, right. so things like uh, larger sharks, for example, are very high Don't eat them. mercury. Yeah. So, I have another note here. Uh, do fish eventually obey that? <laughs> uh, my, my question there, if yeah. I can re- remember what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Um, I mean, do eventually sharks die of mercury poisoning? Yeah, so that's a great question, and I've been wondering that too, which is like, if they're accumulating the mercury... That's not your like, job to wonder. <laughs> your job is to well, answer. So the main point is I actually looked up that question. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was hoping you would ask it. Um, oh, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So we, we just incepted See, this is what other. happens when I actually read the notes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the thing that they found is higher mercury levels in an adult fish can lead to issues in the babies of that adult. Oh, that sucks. And so it can make it so that there are fewer eggs that are laying, that the eggs have a smaller yolk sac, that the eggs take longer to develop, mm. and that the larva can be kind of fucked up and have a hard time surviving. All right, there's so, a lot of gross words in there, like yolk like sac. Yolk sac. And embryo and larva. In the phrase yolk sac, which word bothers you more? Is it sac or is it yolk? I think it's... I think it's yolk. <laughs> okay, you're right. It's yolk. <laughs> there's that L in there yeah. that's kind of sneaky. Because in yolk. some contexts, I like the word sack. Oh, yeah. But I know about together, it. <laughs> yolk sack. It's, every... it's, it's got a lot going on. It makes me think about the inside of a sack. <laughs> I prefer the outside. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get in there. That's, that's too much. Okay. So, um, broadly speaking, you know, oftentimes if a big fish dies in the ocean... Do we find Do we out hear about, about it? it? Probably oh, not. That's, that's, like, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. that like, we probably miss a lot of, if it's poisonous enough that it'll kill them explicitly because of mercury poisoning, we probably miss it. Right. right? Um, and there's like a bunch of other things that might kill it. Like life expectancy for an adult shark is probably right. lower than a human. And, and what about like whales? Like orca whales. Orca whales got to have a lot of mercury in them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they seem to live a while. Well, so let's go into what chronic mercury exposure leads to in symptoms ah, for right, humans. Right. Yes. And then maybe that's going to help us understand like what yeah. they would look like in the they wild. They start to kill baby whales for fun. <laughs> They're very mean. <laughs> humans with high levels of mercury slaughter seals on television. It's a little bit more lead, actually, but we'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah, okay, yeah. So chronic exposure to mercury leads to, at first, kind of subtle and nonspecific symptoms like feeling tired ah. and being kind of anemic in that you kind of have lowered what looks like heme levels in your blood, less iron in your blood. Interesting. And one of the reasons for that is 90% of the mercury that gets into your blood actually goes into your red blood cells and binds up heme, which is the thing that oxygen is supposed to bind to. It mm. kind of fucks up the heme. So you're like, oh, I'm kind of tired. But like, doesn't modern life in yeah, a capitalist yeah, right. society make us sure, tired, sure, sure, right? Sure, like, sure. So, so it's, it's hard to tell at first. But eventually it starts to progress to things like hand tremors and memory loss as you have this neurodegradation, right? Yeah, You're starting all to lose also neuros. linked to capitalism. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, as, as you lose your... <laughs> You're shaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't remember. You got the twitches and everything. And it's because literally... <laughs> what's, what's your Bitcoin password? Your neurons are dying. 
Oh, including wow. the neuromuscular ones that like help you with fine movements and stuff like That's that. That's a bummer. So your neurons are dying. You start to lose vision and hearing, and it can ultimately be fatal. Right. Okay. And this is kind of an aside. That well, well, we'll get to that after we talk about fish. So then you can imagine like an orca whale. Mm-hmm. If an orca whale's sight starts to go, it's gonna get killed by something, right? Like I mean, right. there's there's no way right. that things are just gonna like keep surviving in the ocean. What kills an orca whale though? Uh, Aren't they like apex predators or something? I thought packs of like bottlenose dolphins or something could kill an orca. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just, they just have to get at it. Really? I thought it was like the other way around. I thought packs of orca whales killed dolphins for fun. I, a lot of I, shit kills each other yeah, in the ocean. Yeah. It's a and violent place. I, I think that uh, like an isolated orca whale yeah. is going to get killed by something. It's all about being isolated. Especially if it's kind of blind and like sort of shitty. It's like it's not as good as swimming anymore because it's yeah. got hand tremors. It probably just gets killed by other orca whales because they're sick. Sure. Yeah, they're very mean. Animal. They're very mean. Anyway, so the point is, I, I would expect that. You, you uh, know that you know the kid in Free Willy was actually the second child actor. First one got <laughs> ate by Willy. I feel, like, I feel like some cartoon has done this already. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it has to be, um, right? So I guess what I'm saying is, I think mercury poison may play into aquatic ecosystems. It's just, you know, being off your game underwater means you're gonna get killed by something <laughs> right right right. uh whereas so, like being off your game above water you're probably president of america <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes agreed agreed so methyl mercury actually hops through the placenta pretty easily so mercury consumption is of particular concern during pregnancy since little baby brains are going through a lot of development and right. having mercury in there is not going to help that this is your baby brain on mercury it's not good it's bad it's yes it, it is bad one of the kind it's of, a good thing Stacy didn't eat the tuna as much as I tried to get her to. <laughs> I don't try to <laughs> Stacy. I was like, Mercury's not really the tuna. <laughs> I'm glad she resisted my that's, my charms. Yes, that is very good. Yeah. Um, and I was seeing a statistic that uh, it's something like fifty percent of Asian people or something like that might have blood levels of mercury that are above the recommended amount. Right, just because he eats so much fucking fish. Yeah, and fish is tasty. Like, I, I mean, I That's get true. it. I like fish. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really good way to get other nutrients. Right, um, it's good in every way besides the mercury. Right, and so that's why, actually, you know, a lot of health organizations don't say stuff like, don't eat fish. Yeah. They say, eat a moderate amount of fish. Can we get, like, an ionized, um, like, a polarized molecular vacuum? To oh, put over like, sashimi, but like suck the fucking mercury up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting. Let's invent question. that. That's an interesting question. I wonder if there's a way to do that. And then, as a oh little bonus God. aside, I just want to mention this whole time we've been talking about methyl mercury, which is kind of the more common form that you'd ingest it. There is technically dimethyl mercury, right? And we didn't talk about it because it's not really in fish, but it is like super poisonous, right? It's the form of mercury that will like completely, absolutely fuck you up. There was a scientist who was working with dimethyl mercury and got a couple of drops of it on their glove, mm. and then threw their glove away and everything. You know, they they disposed of it. But what they didn't know was that the dimethyl mercury went directly through their glove, through their skin, and into their body. And a couple of months later, they died of mercury poisoning. Wow. Um, it, I bet they felt like a heel. Oh, I think they died. So I don't well, think they felt like Well, before they Okay. Yeah, I'm sure they were kind of sad about it because it was a couple of drops. And right. like, that doesn't seem like very much. But dimethyl mercury is not only acutely toxic, but also able to pass through right. stuff like your skin super easily. Yeah. Right? So, it's glove soluble. Yeah. What, um, what is dimethyl mercury even used in? So because it's like kind of volatile, it's it's like liquidy, it's still a heavy metal, 
and um, it's kind of volatile. It gets used a lot in different kinds of chemistry experiments as a reference standard um, for stuff like NMR, I think. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of scary. Yeah. To like I've, just be doing chemistry. You and just like, got to be super careful. This about is going to kill you. Well, so to be fair, a lot of things in chemistry will absolutely kill you and you do need to be careful. Right. It's just, I think. That's why I'm not a chemist. I was cutting bread one time and I cut my finger. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, keep me out of labs. That, that's why you're not a chemist. <laughs> that's, that's, that's item like five on the five reasons Sean doesn't let me visit him <laughs> at his lab. Yeah, top five. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's in there. It's the lowest of them. No, Number one on. is is your animosity towards me. No, I, ooh, I like you. <laughs> yeah, you should I think like you're come very over. cute. You can come over. What? You can come over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tomorrow afternoon? We need to get out of this episode. Okay, <laughs> well, okay, guys. Thank you for joining us for Poisons Part 1, Heavy Metal. Cue rock music. Um... Thank you to Stacey Song, our sound lord engineer. Yes, she is very pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alito. <laughs> Thanks, Supreme Court. Wow. That's, a, that is, that's loaded, huh? That's a, yes, there's a lot of things folded into that. Uh, let's say thank, thank you, you, Brian and Griffin. Yep. Griffin's going to England. What? Next week. He's going to oh, London for a couple weeks. Oh my god. So if you're if you're in England yeah, yeah, yeah. and you want to get fucked up with Street Griff. Yeah, you contact us so we can get you in touch with a very nubile 19 year old man. We'll just give his phone number away. Yeah, yeah. I don't even care. No questions asked. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> that's great. Uh, okay, and won't even tell me did it. <laughs> I know. That's just the give him the part. hotel room the with a little part. key. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll like set up the find my iPhone for you. So <laughs> um, look. We have an email address. It's petridishpod at gmail.com. Twitter account, at dishpodcast. Patreon, patreon.com slash petridish. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Whee! Bye.